got a second. Hey, Susan. Yay. Yay. Oh. <laughs> I am so happy to do. Yes, I've been looking forward to this. Yeah. So we're praying, and um, I wanted to let you know I am uh, not getting every forms sooner. I uh, I had a lot to with uh, my goals and uh, just even catching up nine days of doing back to back. And so I'm getting caught up on everything now and I'm having the um documents that you uh uh helped tweak and everything both of them and uh made into Google documents. And uh so that anybody can go in and see if there's any refinements that Be further and uh, from there and use them from there. And uh, if you folks decide that it would be desirable, I can have made um, a piece because uh, for some of you that might be helpful. <clears throat> For some of your clients working on the phone and things like that. Yeah. And so what I'd love to do is first open it up to you. So we have Sue and we have Rainbow uh, and see what questions or you have. The connection is still breaking up a lot. Oh, it is. Well, yeah. Yeah, mine okay. too. I was, I was thinking of hanging up and trying back on a landline. Um, I wonder if it's me or if it's you. I don't know. I'm going to try the landline. I'm hanging up, and I'm going to call back on a landline. All right. Can you repeat what you said about the forms? I heard the do Google Docs, and then you said you were you were thinking about doing them another way as well, but I didn't hear that. Yeah, well, the moderator has left the conference.
I'm back. I'm sorry about that. I wonder if you can hear me. I can hear you. Okay, good. Hopefully this is better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's the I'm on Skype on Wi-Fi, and I think the the Wi-Fi is just a little shaky here. Yeah. Um, yep. Sorry about that. Um, no problem. All right. Well, hopefully Susan will call back again. Yeah. Did you two talk at all while I was off? No, because she popped off um, and hasn't called back in to on the landline yet. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's let's um, let's jump in. So, what I okay. was saying is that uh, I can um, have PDF documents made that are writable, as well as having the Google mm. Doc. So, yeah. So that'll be Great. helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, so I wanted to see what questions you had uh, regarding anything or even comments, uh, anything like that, before I, I've got some few things I'd like to touch upon. Sure. Yeah, I'll share. Um, I so I worked with. I've done about. I think I've done nine sessions now, including the four or so that I did on retreat. Um, nice. And yeah, it's just been really wonderful. So all of them since I've left the retreat have been over the phone, and um, just different. You know, a couple of my friends, a couple of my mom's friends, a couple of people from Chicago I know at, at Bodhi. Um, so just kind of a variety of people. I just put the word out um, and made the offer. And, um, you know, in the past, I kind of resisted the idea of doing it over the phone because I was like, oh, it just feels, I don't know, I just, I'm personally much more of an in-person person. I don't even really like talking on the phone that much, you know. <laughs> um, but I've, I've just found that it's been really amazing, and I've had really great sessions, and so I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to, like, okay, try it, you know, but without the pressure of it being, like, a professional, um, you know, paid session yet. I feel more comfortable with myself with kind of trying it out, but yet it's been so amazing. Um, and I think it's it's really wonderful. I really enjoy working on the phone. And, um, you know, and I set up a nice little altar right there for me and really still create my space at home and, and do my um, grounding meditation before and do some different clearing and really set up the space there. Um, and I enjoy over the phone as well because then I, I, I can make some notes and I still feel like I'm able to listen and be mm -hmm. present um, and make the notes and then refer back to to those. Um, and then the other thing I'll just say is just, yeah, literally just doing the, the nine sessions in the past month or so, how much more confident I feel from that. Mm -hmm. And so I can just imagine as that continues tenfold that it would just, um, you know, it will just keep getting better and um so even just a little bit of practice i've had so far definitely i i just feel so much more um confident um and then i guess my kind of a logistical question i'm trying to think i know i had a few um one was regarding the call is there a certain protocol as far as um if you call the client or if the client calls you um Well, so you're talking about just a logistical. Right. Yeah. Well, here's what I do. It's uh, what I do is I almost always have the client call me. Mm -hmm. Just as if I were in it, if they, we were going to do face to face, they would almost always come to me. And uh -huh, there's. Uh -huh. There's a, a reason for that. It's just because it's just the same kind of an energetic as <clears throat> if uh, you're talking with anyone and they are sharing a challenge that they're having, a difficulty that they're going through, and they are uh, just sharing and but they're not saying do you have any ideas for me can you help me um i'd like your support they're just sharing 
if you start offering ideas that they haven't asked for, uh, they're not going to be as receptive to them. But if they say, I'd really like your counsel, can you help me? Then they're going to be far more receptive to anything that you share. Uh-huh. So when they call you, it helps activate that energy of they are asking for this. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I'll, I'll add to this in an example. Um, uh, Francia, who's not on this call right now, she told me that she did a counseling session with someone where she approached them and said, would you like a counseling session? And uh, offered it to them. And they, uh, and then the session didn't go well. Uh-huh. Uh, and so one of the things that Francia realized from that was that she was really offering the session in order to get something. Uh-huh. Totally understandable. I've done it myself, you know. And this is all part of our learning. So it's it's a, a long answer to your question, but I have them call me, and uh, I also I really intend that we're going to start the call on time. Uh-huh. And uh, so if people call early, I uh, will you know even if it's five minutes early, I say, oh, our appointment starts in five minutes. Will you call me back in five minutes? Uh huh. But you because, do answer and then say that. Yeah. yeah, it depends. It depends. You know, it depends. I mean, it's possible that I might be meditating at that time or right. I might be in the bathroom and so I might not answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have definitely had a number of times that people would come 10 to 15 minutes early for a session, mm-hmm. which seems odd to me because uh, uh even people would do that. It's not their first session because they know this is my home. I don't have a waiting room for them. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, so I've, because in my home in Los Angeles, uh, there was a courtyard, I'd say, come on in. Uh, will you wait in the courtyard until the appointed time? Uh-huh. Uh, or I just wouldn't answer the bell. Uh-huh. You know, and sometimes people would keep ringing and ringing and ringing, you know, <laughs> I just didn't answer the bell. And they'd say, because it, it, in my home in Los Angeles, it would ring through to the phone. So they would leave uh-huh. a voicemail. And, um, but, um, so there's just some things like that. Um, yeah, sometimes people will come early, they like, they want to get an extra 10 minutes. Mhm, mhm. Or, or uh, they don't feel comfortable just resting in their car or going to a neighborhood coffee place or whatever it is. They just uh... so anyway, those those things will come up, and you'll notice that it just is it's evidence of some of the stuff that's going on with them and their uh, ability to have clear. I won't say boundaries, but just you know, clear agreements and understandings. It's like there's a an enmeshment, you know, that's going on where they don't have clearly delineated. Um, it's like, well, I guess in this case, boundaries is a good word, though I tend not to use it because I'm all about the oneness. But, right. So that. So that's those are some of the reasons why I have people come to me or have people call me. There are exceptions to that, you know, when I'm traveling and different things, sometimes I might be using somebody else's phone and then in which case I might call them. Um yeah. And I really I do my very very best to um almost without exception be completely available on time, ready to go with set up with if there it's in person the water the tea whatever it is so that we can start the session right away. Uh-huh. And it's always good to ask people in person if they would like to use the restroom first. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, I I hope to have all the videos up next week. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Be able to watch the videos. Yeah. Yeah. So, and any other any questions? Any comments? No, I, this is Susan. I was just listening to Rainbow, and I was uh, thinking my experiences have been much the same. Mm. Um, and uh, you know that, and there was one woman who seemed interested in a counseling session. She called me, but she wanted to meet at uh, the church that we both um, mm-hmm. I've attended, and I did meet her there. But then I realized her her um, she really doesn't want it yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you said all those things because um, her really wanting it will mean she will show up at my house at a point of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, yeah. But I was glad I went to that particular service because I got some information that I wanted uh, while I was there. So it all worked out really well. Um, but everything you said made sense as far as them coming to you or us, you know. With an appointment time, so thank you. Yeah, and and um, as a practitioner in the agape community, I've done many appointments. Uh, well, not many. I've done some appointments, maybe a handful. I, I don't even remember over the years at the church at agape, and because um, they have a room that you can uh, rent. Uh, to do practitioner sessions in uh, at the church. And uh, from time to time, I have done them there for reasons of convenience. I was going to be there. The client was going to be there. Things like that to make it easier on them for travel or for myself. Um, and the main thing is that whether you're doing a session on the phone or in person, the main thing is that you feel good about your environment. Mm -hmm. So you feel that the environment is conducive to you being able to focus on the client. And uh, for me, I always preferred my home environment because I – keep it in a pristine way. I'm praying in there constantly so I know that it's just the energy there is really high, vibrational. And um I I didn't mind ever doing sessions in the church uh cuz it also felt like a high vibrational environment, but it never felt as beautiful or welcoming as my home. So, um uh, but even on the phone, I would really try to keep a really, uh, you know, have a pristine environment. And one thing that on the phone uh, I would not do while I was counseling is multitask. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would. Wow. No, I don't think I could. No, I don't. No. <laughs> Some people would. Some people definitely would. Mm-hmm. Now, from time to time, I have done things like I've made myself a cup of tea or gotten a glass of water, something mm-hmm. like that, uh, but usually not. You know, getting a glass mm-hmm. of water, uh, But and for me, I uh, making a, a cup of tea is, you know, just putting the, you know, pushing the button on the electric kettle and, you know, it's not a complicated right. affair. But still, even that I generally would not do. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's so critical to be able to focus mm-hmm. with your clients. Really, really critical, and so creating the environment so that they can focus also. So, for instance, if you were in a situation where you were in, uh, let's say, a church office, and let's 
you know, one thing you can think of, and this would be the same in any any place. Um, think about where are like, for instance, in my living room was where I did my sessions in my home in Los Angeles, and um, I had my living room set up in an L shape, uh, two sofas, and so I would sit my client on one edge of one sofa and I'd be on the other. So we'd be kind of catty corner to each other. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your mind's eye. And um, so that we both had a um, end table there. We could put our tea or our water on. So I always would, uh, more often than not, I would have a cup of the rainforest tea if it was winter time. You know, if it was cold, it would be a hot cup of tea. If it was hot, it would be a cold cup of tea. I mean, yeah, and uh, for them already, and, and and or a glass of water. So that would already be there for them. So I didn't have to make it or pour it or do any of that. Usually uh, after they arrive, I usually would have it taken care of ahead of time. And then I would sit, so I would be totally focused on them, and they would sit so that they could actually look straight ahead out my big picture window. Mm-hmm. So that because I found that a lot, you know, a lot of people don't really want to, it doesn't really necessarily help them to sit and look you in the eye. <laughs> you know, um, now my training as a practitioner was that you sat opposite your client. And I've done a lot of sessions where I was sitting opposite my client. I think that people are a little bit more comfortable if they're sitting catty corner to you and can look out a window or something like that while they're talking to you kind of people will go into their memory into their um you know mind and um in a certain way it's it's less confrontational to them I kind of get that sense um, over the phone as well that people are able, you know, they're kind of staring out their window or whatever they're doing at their own in their own home where they're comfortable, excuse me, and they're able to do that. Exactly, and one of the things that though I remember one time I had this client who um, I had done a whole bunch of sessions in person with, and then I was traveling and doing sessions on the phone with them. And whenever we did a session on the phone, they would be multitasking. Uh, yeah. And so I would just say to them, honey, it's, there's no multitasking here. Let's just totally focus. This is your time. I'm going to, I'm going to really, I'm going to ask you to not multitask. You know, uh, if we were together in person, you'd be totally focused. And that's one of the best helps I can give you. And, um, you know, as a younger person, so I, I kind of talk to them in a maternal way, um, and uh, and it was challenging for them to stay put and not start multitasking. I have, from time to time, had someone call in for a session and they were driving in a car, and I've said, you know, um, uh, let's not do a driving in the car session. Because you're not going to have your best session, and I, then what can happen is later you think, eh, that session wasn't so. What did I spend that money on that session for? What how did you know? And it's going to be because you're driving in the car. So I'm going to give you my best work. So we're not going to do a driving in the car session, and say it's not a problem. You know, let's just reschedule this. And. Yeah. Uh, People respect that you respect them. They're, you know, they're appreciative because a lot of people are um, disrespectful to themselves. So you're modeling how to really care for them and honor them. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't provide food or snacks for people. Although I have from time to time had situations where people were like, you know what, I just realized I'm starving, my blood sugar is dropping, do you have anything? And um, I have a tendency to keep 
like a box of protein bars uh, in the kitchen uh, for anybody who's coming over to, you know, for different reasons. So uh, I like to have that kind of easy grab a snack thing for um, anyone who might be passing by who's hungry so that uh, I don't actually have to think about preparing food for them or just like, oh, here's a protein bar, you know. So it can, from time to time, be helpful to have something like that. From time to time, clients have come and they are like, I'm really sorry, do you mind if I eat my lunch while we talk? And so it's a little like, you know, okay, you know, but uh, let's, why don't you eat the lunch and then we'll start the session? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. or or you might say, okay, well, let's let's really anchor in and pray in and then you can eat. So you can kind of feel it could go either way. And I've had those situations. I've even had people come for a practitioner session and they're like, um, do you mind if I use your microwave? I'm going to heat this food up. <laughs> and then and they go right into the kitchen. I, I'm not kidding you. And like it's their first session and they go right into the kitchen and they're then they're like, where's your microwave? I'm like, uh, my microwave does not exist because I don't have one. But um, yeah, so kind of interesting what people do sometimes um (laughs) so yeah but it's also a sign that people feel really comfortable with you yeah Mm -hmm. so you so you've been doing a bunch of sessions and how i'd love to hear more about some of your ahas and insights uh about your sessions Oh gosh, I should be writing them all down. <laughs> um, it's amazing to me how um, that the information that I need just comes right to me, and um, and everyone has said, "Man, that was so helpful." Um, that they feel there's a clearing, and and you know that. I'm just overwhelmed by it almost. Um, but I also have seen many, many, many of my own stuff being, my own stuff is being brought to me, like you said. And, uh, and that's consistent. Mm. That's absolutely consistent. But it's been really good at the same time because uh, we don't heal alone. And um, I'm getting so much clearing myself. And uh, mm-hmm. that is, you know, who needs, I'm, I'm a lot like Rainbow is that I don't feel like, um, you know, I've been saying, you know, the, the session's complimentary is, uh, because I'm in training. And um, I feel like I get paid way more than money. Mm-hmm and um, what it brings to me as far as my own healing. So, um, and I found that the Holy Spirit can use just about anything. Um, I had a, a, a friend contact me. It was a man who we used to date, and we haven't dated in a while, but every once in a while he'll contact me to see how things are going. And, and after he contacted me, I felt this um, really strong, strong, strong feeling to get together with him uh, intimately. And so I did, and it felt right. I felt into it. And then afterwards while we were talking, I told him what I'd been doing. He's like, really? Because I can really use that right now, (laughs) which I thought was so weird. And I'm like, all right, but we have to be in this other space to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Not right now. But we did, and it was um, he. He texted me later, and he said, "You're really good at this. Thank you." And um, even you know, so I feel like the Holy Spirit can use just about anything to bring the right people to us. Um, mm-hmm. And um, 
and for my healing too, because I had issues even around sex, and I was able to heal one of my issues through that. Mm-hmm. And um, so, um, I find it all pretty amazing and cool. Yes. That's it. Uh, it's if you do realize that it's all for your healing. And uh, have either of you read Zero Limits yet? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I I read it um, many years ago, and then I got it out again when you mentioned that, and just kind of um, thumbed through it. So I'd, I'd like to read it again because I was as I was thumbing through it, I was just seeing it from a whole different lens. Like I loved it when I read it originally, and I was it was actually when I was living in Hawaii, so I felt really connected to it. And I read it in like a day or two on the beach, I think, and. Um, but it's like I'm hearing the language is speaking to me because I wasn't familiar with A Course in Miracles at that time. And now I'm like, oh, this it's, I'm just seeing things. And I have had went to another workshop and had some other things I'm looking at. And all of a sudden I'm seeing it, how it's like this, it just feels like this common language or it's just this, this same teaching that's, or, and, you know, I guess I'm ready to hear it in a different way. So I'm, I'm excited to look at it again. But I, I, I am familiar with it. Yeah, because now is a really good time for you to uh, look at it again. Uh, and uh, that's what I was talking about in class this week. And we'll talk about it some more next week as well. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's a, a, a fair amount of the book is about, or, or in a sense, the basis of the the book coming into being was uh, Dr. Hugh Lenz's experience working with his patients. Mm-hmm. So I would uh, experiment with that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll have to pick it up still. I haven't even gotten it yet. So, mm. But it's you're saying that it's about his what they bring to him as far as his healing as well. That's, is that what you're saying? Well, yes. And of how he helped his patients heal by using the Ho'oponopono method. Oh, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And I have often used that as a mantra in my own head. I actually, I haven't recently with these clients, but in the past, even just when I've been like in a conversation or in a meeting at work that's kind of stressful or any other kind of situation. But I think even in the past, I'm more um, in this than like a client situation is kind of having that mantra going um, in my mind as I'm listening at the same time. But that just kind of helps me to, to connect in that way. Oh, that's a great idea. I, I That feels like something I, I – had done a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, but not done that recently. That's a great idea, Rainbow. Because mm-hmm. I'm really able to, I mean, you know, I can have a, like, I love you, I'm sorry, please. Mm-hmm. I can have something going on in my mind that's just kind of mm-hmm. a really grounding anchor and still be completely present and listening. Mm-hmm. But it really helps me hold that space, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that at work when I've been going through files. Uh, in an attorney's mm-hmm. office, when and each file I went through, I was I was doing that with each file. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow! <laughs> kind of like the guy did uh, at the mm-hmm. uh, at the hospital where, yeah. So. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll share um, a little more too about some more specifics in my session. Um, let's see, I've. Um, well, as far as bringing up your own stuff, especially at the retreat, and I think because we were so into that, you know, that was part of my goal of being there with my own self-healing too, but it was almost laughable, the, the few sessions I have there, um, when somebody would say something that was so specifically, I was like, oh, yep, <laughs> there's my stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think it was literally maybe my first session, and I got to the point, I'm like, well, this is so my issue right now, and, you know, like I kind of jumped in my head a little bit, and I was like, I know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You know, until I kind of got to the place like, I don't know what to do with this either. And, um, but it's so wonderful when I'm like, 
in the the space of the session and so like you know connected that when I even just admitting the well I know I don't I don't know <laughs> then it's all of a sudden like it's just it's a surrender it's like an instant surrender you know mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I just let it go by just saying I don't know then it's like it just goes away and I'm completely present and all of a sudden something comes out of my mouth <laughs> you know and I'm like okay there we go like but it's like and I've had that a couple times um um, in a different sort of way um, with my more recent sessions over the phone is um, we'll get to a point that the, I think it's happened twice that I've noticed and it's like near the end of the hour and all of a sudden I like look at the clock or I do something that kind of, you know, gets in my head and, and, and I think, oh, well, where are we going with this? Or, you know, I kind of have a thought of like, well, I don't, I don't know if we're going to get to anything, you know, and, um, but then it's literally, it's also the same thing. As soon as I have that thought of, oh, I don't know where we're going with this, or <laughs> then it's like, it's just also, again, that kind of instant surrender. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom. And it's like uh, often in, in the, well, in those, both those times when I've kind of thought that, like, I don't even, it's not me. It's all of a sudden the client says, I'm like, Oh, well, it's like blah, 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 blah. And then I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, and then it's like we get there and we really kind of get to um, get to the core and have a great revelation. Um, but it, I definitely have noticed the pattern, too, that it does take, it's like, you know, 45 minutes in or so. Um, and so part of the learning, I guess, for me, too, is just to 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 trust. Um, that's one of the things I think I, I realize is, trusting that um, the client can and will have a revelation and a healing on their own and that it's nothing that I do or have to do or say, you know. Um, and so it's just allowing. So that's my work is <clears throat> um, allowing for that, just allowing more space and not being responsible um, for someone else's healing in any sort of way, but just holding that space. Yep, and the more you can be in the confidence of that, the assurance Mm -hmm. of that, the more successful you will be. Uh, Because I, I have just found that one of the greatest gifts of being a spiritual counselor was it taught me to completely not control it at all. And mm-hmm. to just allow it to happen and to simply be dedicated in total service, and that's all that was necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's wonderful how it really teaches you that, and then you can apply that to everything else in your life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is mm-hmm. certainly one of the, I mean, learning that, that it's, that's one of my big lessons is to completely just be in service. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly. Yeah. Yep. And it does not, uh, it, you know, I, I remember when I first started out, there was such uh, a strong uh, need, I'll say that I had to prove myself and to Mm -hmm. be, the hero, you know, mm-hmm. for my client <laughs> and to like be the savior and be the miracle one. Like, oh, look at me. I'm so good at this, you know, and to show off and shine. And uh, I just, I quickly learned uh, I, that is getting in my way. I've got to get rid of that. That's just pure ego. And uh, mm-hmm. so it was really good because. I I saw that that would actually be a detriment to my success. And working as a spiritual counselor, I saw it more clearly than in any other activity I ever engaged myself in. How mm-hmm. ego it gets in the way. If I could read from my journal this morning, it would tell you all about that. (laughs) And it it wouldn't be just in that spiritual counseling, how it came into view in every aspect of my life. And writing, you know, Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. I'm willing to relinquish this to you. Um, This does. And here's here's another amazing thing that happened. You know, I just, like I said, 
you know, you're in charge of the money, you're in charge of everything. Um, I got a raise today at work. Wow. Congratulations. Completely <laughs> unexpected. Mm-hmm. Completely unexpected. So, wow. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, well, I don't know where it's all come from, but <laughs> I didn't expect wow. that. So, yeah. Yeah, so, that's a beautiful. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I'm going to have to get going because I am at work, and so um, okay. I'm going to have to. And you're starting to break up again. Um, Let me still, just ask. Can you hear me now? You're going in and out. Okay. Um, can you just confirm, both of you, while I've got you on the phone? Is this a good time for you? This is me. Um, Rainbow, it works for me, but I have a really flexible schedule Wednesday through Friday because um, I don't oh. have really any structure of work schedule. So okay. I'm, I'm flexible. All right. Um, for me, it would just depend on the day. Um, you know, one day it might work well and one day it might not because it depends on what's going on at work. So um, I can't ever say that, you know, a particular time and like Wednesday, 1030 is always going to be okay. Okay. All right. Um, Because I made it at at 730 Pacific time. So I thought maybe some of the West Coast people could come in before they went to work. Right. So uh, might try for another time. So I'll just email people and see what they say. and, uh, I, you know, I've, we've got the Sacred Circle today in a couple hours, so uh, more than a couple hours, actually, um, about almost four hours. So, uh, and have you gotten your access to the Sacred Circle? You know, an email was sent, but I am having trouble getting things on the website, and I think I'm just going to have to call someone to help me. Uh, because I was also looking for the grounded meditation that was uploaded so I could download that, and I couldn't get to that either. Um, so I don't know if everything's available, um, you know, to me that's supposed to be or what's going on. So I'm going to need some uh, technical assistance. Okay, yeah. Send an email to admin. You can make an appointment, and someone will walk you through all that stuff. Okay. Good. Excellent. Yes, but... Yep, I'm in, and I've um, downloaded a good number of the previous Sacred Circle calls as well, and listened to them kind of at my convenience as well. So I'm I'm plugged into that. I haven't called in live, but I do intend to soon. Okay, cool. Well, I'm I'm our calls. We have another ten minutes or so. So Susan, if you need to go, go ahead. And Rainbow, if you want to stay on and uh, ask me any more questions or share anything. Okay. Okay, Thank Jennifer. You. Thank you so much. As always, my yeah, eternal so gratitude for uh, you saying yes. And um, I don't know. Nothing more to say. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. So good to hear your voice. Thanks. Uh, y'all take care. You Bye, Susan. Uh, bye, bye. All right. Mm. Have you found any of your sessions to be challenging? Um, let's see. I'd say the only one that I found um, challenging, and again, it was, um, let's see, what I found challenging about it was, um, I guess it was the one moment when we were talking about different things, and then when and she said that, she was like, yeah, well, I just, I don't, I don't trust. I don't trust God. You know, I'm not willing to let down my walls. And I don't know. It was just like this very adamant, um, you know, and I don't trust other people and I don't, da, 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 like all the stuff. And I, I kind of had a feel like a moment of like, like, I don't, it like, it felt sad to me, you know, I was like, wow, you know, because it's like, for me, um, I've just like, that's, well, also that is what I'm working on. Like, that's my um, aspiration or whatever is to, to trust God 100%. So when I heard her say that, it was a little scary kind of to me because I was like, well, I don't know what to do with that then because that's what it's all about. <laughs> you know, it's kind of what I thought in my head. 
but it really ended up being such a wonderful breakthrough for her just to be able to say that and to say it with such strength and passion because that is exactly 100% true for her in that moment and real and honest, you know. Um, so I realized how it was a really wonderful um, thing, but a lot of that session, like I would say something, and she was just so um, kind of stuck in, in her story and in her walls that she had created in her life and protecting herself from this and that and the other, you know, and I was just kind of like, so I felt a little bit like, well, I don't, I don't know where to go with this. This, you know, it seemed like she wasn't open to, um, to anything. But then, um, so I, I noticed that coming up for myself, and a little bit like, well, I don't know how to, how to move forward with anything if, if she's not willing. And I think she would say she like wasn't willing to, um, to trust. And um, but also at, shortly after she, she said that, um, I think we. I don't remember exactly what proceeded, but we got to a point of um, a couple of willingness affirmations that she um, wanted to work with, you know, felt excited to work with. Um, and I think it really was a moment like she just after saying that kind of cleared the air and then she was able to be willing. Um, but That's anyway, beautiful. yeah, but that was a little bit for me. I was just kind of like, uh, <laughs> like, Wow. She's really like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that a, a perfect example of how your clients will bring to you your issues? For sure. And that's what I realized later when I was journaling about it. I was like, you know what? I was like, I remember. I was there not so long ago. I just wasn't conscious of it. I was never in a place where I said, no, I don't trust God. But I obviously was still not trusting God as my source and my finances, and it was just wreaking havoc in my life, you know. But I would never I, – I was never to that point of really admitting that that's what was going on. But upon reflection, I was like, oh, I've been – I've so been there, <laughs> you know. And now that I realize that I've been there, I can have compassion, you know, and understanding of where she was and to know that it, it is possible to get to the other side of that. So that was kind of my revelation afterwards that I can hold the space for her for that because I, I have been there and I have gotten to the other side. But just in the moment of hearing her say that, I was a little bit like, well, oh, okay. <laughs> I was a little taken back. <laughs> I didn't mm-hmm. let on, you know, like that was all like in my own my own head and experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And uh, one thing I'll just point out, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I – one of the things that I have learned uh, is, like you said, she was stuck in her point of view. Uh-huh. And um, you didn't say point of view, but you, you said she was stuck. And one of the things that I have learned is to, when someone says they're stuck or when it seems like they're stuck, I have learned that it's really helpful to say, uh, it appears that they're stuck or they uh, seem to be stuck or to say um, they feel stuck. Okay. Uh, and I- even if someone says, you know, I'm really stuck, I say, well, I get that you feel stuck and it seems like you're stuck, but let us not affirm that you are stuck. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so, uh, there are so many things like that that actually working with clients have helped me to realize the power of the word. And I know you know that they're, they are not stuck, but it's uh-huh. just constantly correcting my language to really be correct. Uh-huh. You know, um, and also to honor that people feel stuck, but that doesn't mean they are stuck. So that's what I say to people. Mm. You've, you feel stuck, but let's. But you you aren't stuck. If you were stuck, you would not be here with me now. Mm-hmm. But because you feel stuck, you're here with me now. Or because you're willing to move out of feeling stuck, you're here with me now. Yeah, and I like how that does honor honor where 
where they're fe- you know honor what they're feeling in the moment instead of just saying oh but really you know you're not stuck because blah 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 you know like kind of like spiritual bypass kind of thing they're like well whatever <laughs> you know exactly yeah because that is so um yeah it's so disrespectful to mm-hmm. correct somebody about how they feel yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah to honor people how people feel and then that helps them to see the difference between how they feel and what is true because what uh-huh. they're feeling more often than not is related to their thinking not to what's true uh-huh. so just a thought for you yeah yeah Yeah. Do you have any further questions for me? Um, just one more kind of logistical one. Um, just wondering as we are moving forward and seeing more clients and begin to work with the um the forms and such, is there is there a way like you would want to get them, you know, like once a month uh, send them to you or send them to you as we do them or like every ten? Um, and I don't know if you've thought about yeah, that yet I, or not. Yeah, I haven't thought about it a lot. Um, but I would say that um, I would say in the beginning, send them as you get them, because based on what I, I see, I'm able to offer some uh, suggestion or insight, and I'd want you to have that as soon as possible. Okay. Yep. And um uh you know, these days w- one of the really great ways to send things like this are to um if you're writing them out by hand, is to take a photo of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh take a photo on your phone and just email me the photo. Um uh and you know, I'll find out a mechanism to to go fax to uh, PDF if you're doing them by hand. Um, do you feel like most of yours are going to be uh, where somebody's going to fill out a PDF form and then email? Yeah, I think it? it'll probably. Yeah, yeah, I think it will be emailed. Okay. Mostly. Okay. There may be some in 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 person, but um, probably mostly typed. Okay. So uh, so I I will commit to getting that to you within a week's time. Excellent. That that writable PDF. And um, yes, we're b- building the website for the sacred the, for the spiritual counseling training and uh, putting all those videos up. And I expect that that will be available in a week's time as well. Yay. Yeah. And I really hope that listening to the sacred circle calls will help you. It's not quite a counseling session, you know, because so many people are listening in. So I, when I'm answering the questions, I try to make it a teaching answer. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was like a, counseling slash teaching and I do a lot more talking in the sacred circle than I would in an actual session Uh a lot more Uh, in an actual session the client would do far more most of the talking Uh so um, so it's a different thing but my uh, my hope is that everybody will find them very helpful yes I have I have already I've listened to a few Good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, and, you know, because you are a licensed, trained practitioner, I feel totally comfortable with you. Um, you know, if you're, I, I would invite you to, you know, if you feel comfortable to, uh, if you don't feel entirely comfortable charging a set fee for sessions right now, 
I'll give you two suggestions that you might do that you might say uh, right now you're looking to do as many sessions as you can. And so you are having an introductory offer for the month of April or something like that, where sessions Mm -hmm. are, you know, uh, one session is uh, $40 and 10 sessions is $400 or, you know, something like that. Okay. Yep. And um, so you could say, you know, this is my, you know, or $25 or whatever you feel comfortable with and say, Mm -hmm. you know, these are one hour sessions or you're doing, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you'd like to do. Um, And um, uh, that you can say, you know, this is my. I'm doing this special rate because I have a goal of doing 100 sessions by this date or something like that, and then tell people they can purchase, you know, up to some number of sessions, you know, at this discounted rate, and they they can use them anytime by December 31st. I mean, you might just consider making some kind of offer like that since you already have your license as a practitioner. Yeah, and I've been thinking about that, too. And actually, two of the people that I've worked with have asked for my address and sent a nice little thank you card and a love offering. Yeah. Just completely on their own, which is, I'm like, okay. I was like, yes, I'm willing to receive. That is awesome. Um, and and I, I think my only, um, like, I am feeling more confident in, in being able to do that. And my only kind of hesitation or question was then um, with them asking them to fill out an evaluation form afterwards and kind of how to do that with like and you know kind of having if even though it isn't a, a lower fear introductory rate i don't do you have any words you would suggest on using on how to ask for that or using that as well yeah well i if it were me i would say this i would say um as you know i have my practitioner license from the bodhi center and I am now training to be certified with Jennifer Hadley and her Finding Freedom Counseling. And uh, so for that, I I have uh, these requirements. I wonder, would you be willing to fill out this form after our session? Okay. And that is kind of what I put, actually, in the email that I sent to, you know, a dozen people or so that I um, made the offer to originally and kind of worded it like that, too. So, Okay. Great. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if the Bodhi Center does this, but if they if they have a place where you could advertise that you're doing a special, I don't know if uh, that would be permissible or anything. Yeah, you we're know, you might... we're kind of all figuring that out. Pretty new. Um, we're kind of having a revamp of of who we are as a a body of spiritual counselors and, and a group of us that identified that we actually want to do counseling as opposed to just leadership or other areas have come together and there's about 10 of us and we're working on how we want to um, make known who we are in the community more and different things. So that's definitely something that I think could be possible soon as we're, we're kind of growing in that, you know, in that area as well. So I will keep that in mind and see. But, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing is, um, there's a tendency in the spiritual world to say that, oh, marketing is bad. But I I say that what we're actually doing as spiritual teachers and counselors, ministers, etc., is we are marketing the efficacy of living this way and using these tools. And so uh, I, I think it's really important to uh, feel comfortable being visible and letting people know that this is what we're doing. There's nothing wrong with making a living from it. And uh, I think I said this in the training intensive that uh, years ago uh, had been interviewed for a documentary on A Course in Miracles. And the, one of the questions was, uh, what do you think about charging money for healing? And mm-hmm. I said, right, and I said, you know, mm-hmm. well, I, I don't charge for healing because I don't do the healing. All healing's at the level of the mind, but I charge for my time. And so yeah. I, I don't think anybody has a problem with people charging money for their time. And uh, 
and just letting people know about the services they're offering. And um, so, uh, yeah, I think, you know, that look, there are a lot of people who uh, I think would take advantage of spiritual counseling because they can't get their insurance with it, you know? Right, right. But they'd like to have spiritual counseling rather than psychological therapy. And mm-hmm. so if you make, uh, you know, a really great offer, 25 30 40 $45 a session, uh, I, I w- and you offer, you know, look, you can do up to this many sessions and they're good for a year. I, I think that people would be like, yeah, let me have six of those. Mhm mhm so um yeah. yep, so uh, I know that you would like to earn a living doing this and get that roof mm-hmm. on your house and all that yeah. so <laughs> so um i i would I would pray on it and I would meditate on it and really pray to be receptive. And by the way, uh, how about an update on your roof and your thinking um, with Heather and all of that? I'm just, I'm sure everyone would be curious. Sure. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So no, nothing really specifically with the roof, but just having more peace with, like I just haven't really thought about it or worried about it, which is excellent. And um, we're actually on vacation right now, so it's just, you know, definitely abundance in general has been showing up in wonderful ways. We're in Taos, and when we arrived, we just had the perfect travel day, just the just the ease of the travel and the timing of everything. And then they upgraded our rental car to a Mini Cooper, which is my favorite car. Like, I, I had a Mini Cooper in Chicago, and it's just like, ah, uh, like, <clears throat> um, definitely kind of represents abundance and prosperity to me. So, um mm. So that so that's been really wonderful, and then yeah, and then as far as with Heather, it's we've yeah, it's just been really great. There was um, a wonderful breakthrough, I guess about a week ago, and um, it was the first kind of opportunity where um, I she came home with something excited, like look what I got, da da da, and I was like, well, blah 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 blah, and without getting into many of the details here, um, <laughs> and then it was just again that pattern of and her reacting, but it wasn't my intention, and I didn't understand, da, 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 da. so then it became this thing, and um, she was like, um, just go away, blah, 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 blah. So I walked away, and then I hear her downstairs, you know, kind of mumbling and saying all sorts of blah, 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 and I just sat there, but I was like, I didn't feel, like usually I get really sucked in, and I feel really like, um I don't know, I just start taking it personally and like, oh, what do I need to do to fix this? And, oh, what does she say? Like everything she was, you know, slamming doors and everything she was saying was about me and how bad or wrong I, you know, that's how it was in the past. But I was just completely at peace and realizing she needs to do what she's going to do. And I thought, okay. So I totally like partnered up. I was like, okay, God, guide me. What is, what, how do I need to, what do I need to say next in this situation or what do I need to do? Um, So I just kind of sat in that a little bit. And then and then she came upstairs and was willing to talk or, you know, like she kind of approached me first and um said something and then I um I thought of what you what you said at the session too or in class or whatever about you know, just like holding her and being that strength for her as she does that. So I I, I tried that and um and what I said was something like, you know, I'm I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. And you can push me away or say go away, but I'm not going anywhere. And I just kind of held her. And then she, like, started crying. And she's like, wow. She's like, you've never said that before. All you've said is, I don't know if I can commit. And I don't know because of my past. And I don't know if I really want to be. And this is all stuff I said, like, you know, seven years ago when we first got together. (laughs) Wow. But she was like, but it was, that's exactly what she needed to hear was that I'm not going anywhere. And she's like, you've never said that before. And thank you. You know, and then it was just a wonderful moment. And I was like, and I was like, and thank you, God. Because I was just like, <laughs> no, you're in a different place with it and ask for the guidance of what to say. And that wouldn't be something normally that I, Rainbow, would say. Because I, I don't know why. I just wouldn't think I need to or, <laughs> you know, but it was exactly what she needed to hear and so it's just been 
yeah, that was a really wonderful, wonderful breakthrough. And how did you feel saying it? Um, it just kind of came out, honestly. <laughs> um, and uh, but when you were yeah. holding her, yeah, how did you feel? I just felt love. I just felt peace and love. Mhm, mhm. And just like really solid. But I don't know, just really comfortable. And I guess, and then I guess I was kind of shocked when she was like, "Wow, you've never said that." Because I'm like, "Well, I've never said that, but my actions, you know, like I gave you a ring and we're planning a wedding. You know, like I thought like there's a million ways I've been showing you that, but I'd never said." And, and she literally needed to hear those words, mm-hmm. which I wouldn't have known unless I partnered up and that was just an amazing I was like oh wow okay <laughs> that's what she needed yeah that's beautiful yeah mm. yeah so I'd say that that's the area of my life yeah our relationship and everything and just has I've just seen so many shifts since being back and and not being defensive and taking things personally all the time I've just been at so much more peace with that mm. mm-hmm Wow. Well, I can tell you, tell you, Rainbow, uh, the people who did sessions, and I think you were the one who was really doing a lot of sessions, uh, mm-hmm. they just said it was fantastic, mm-hmm. so helpful to them, and uh, they're still talking about it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I've connected with on on Facebook and you know, I've heard uh, Mimi and Peter and several people have we've you know reached out and chatted on Facebook recently, which is really nice too. Oh, good, good, good. Staying yeah. connected with those folks. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, you're off and running. Yep. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Indeed. Well, I'm so glad. Why don't you pray us out? Sounds good. All right. So let us just take a breath now. Mm, Becoming completely centered and grounded and anchored in this present moment where we are so, so grateful. So grateful to be awake and aware and alive in this moment, knowing that there is only one life, one presence, unconditional love, peace and joy that is the very life and essence of my being and is the very life and essence of Jennifer Hadley and everyone in this wonderful spiritual counseling training program, knowing that we are all one and connected in this moment. So just taking this breath of love and gratitude now and speaking this word of gratitude and blessing upon where we are in our lives and where we are in our training and learning to be the most wonderful and effective and brilliant spiritual counselors that we are called to be. So I just know that we are all showing up with a wonderful yes to simply allow spirit to move through us in this way. So, so grateful again for Jennifer's yes and all that she has to teach and share with us and to guide us on our way of knowing who we are and being fully empowered to do this work. So, so grateful for all that has transpired on this call and all that will continue to transpire in our own growth and in our own work. I just know that it is all blessed, and with great, great gratitude, I accept this as so, and let it be so, and so it is. And so it is. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Be well. Love you. Thanks. Bye-bye.